Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for spending time in this teaching with me. Today I would like to teach the 18 lessons of the Building Firm Foundation series. We are talking about the basic lessons to build a Christian life. And this is the fourth lesson about praise and worship. Today I would like to share with you the benefits of worshiping the Lord And I would like to start by praying. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us, Lord. We are hungry for your word. We are thirsty for the waters from heaven, Lord. We ask for the Holy Spirit to be the teacher in this class, Lord. And we believe, Father, that you shall speak to us and show us your way and give us revelation and understanding and insight. We want to learn from you. Precept upon precept. We want to grow. We want to be full of faith and get to know you more and more each day, Father. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. The first three lessons you have learned about why we worshiped, the biblical model of worship, and the way to worship the Lord. Today, I would like to make a final conclusion. Concerning praise and worship, we would like to talk about benefits of worshiping the Lord together. And the f- most important thing about worshiping the Lord is that we come into relationship with Him, and we want to please Him. We want to build relationship with Him, and declare that He is the good God toward us. And when we come to Him. In spirit and in truth, with the right attitude, with the right motive, and we worship Him in the biblical way. The blessing is that we open heaven over us, and heaven will visit us. The presence of the Lord will come to be with us, or to come upon us, or to be in our midst. If we worship God as a corporate meeting with brother and sister. The presence of God will be there in our midst. If we worship Him alone at home, He will visit us and He will dwell with us. And if we live a lifestyle of worshiping the Lord, everywhere we go, we bring glory to God. We give Him the good name. We make people praise Him and put a thumb up for Him. His presence shall be with us, and. We will see the blessing, the victory, the breakthrough, the good breaks in our life. Just like I read the scripture regarding King David, that King David, everywhere he went, the Lord was with him. Everywhere Joseph went, the Lord was with him. I want the Lord presence to be so strong in my life. In the book of Psalm, chapter 22, verse 3, the Bible says, "Yet." You are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the praise of Israel. 
In fact, the Bible tried to say that when we praise God as the children of God, He is enthroned there. He will be there. The presence of God will be with us when we worship the Lord. And when the presence of God shows up, every good thing, every measure of grace and blessing, and the fulfillment of the promise of God shall be there. He brings His character. Power, anointing, victory, and good things from heaven to be around us and upon us. We can see so many benefits of living in the presence of God through the life of worship. In Second Chronicles chapter five, verses thirteen to fourteen, this passage of the scripture also talk about the presence of God came into the temple when the priest. Worshipped him, the Bible says. Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, "For He is good, for His mercy endures forever, that the house of the Lord." The house of the Lord was filled with the cloud, which means the glory, the thick, tangible presence of the Lord, so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory or the thick presence of God, the tangible presence of God, of the Lord filled the house of God. In this scripture, you can see that when the priest really worshipped the Lord in unity, his Presence was there in the temple, in the house of the Lord. I love to go to church to worship with my brother and sister. I love to be in the revival meeting when everybody was hungry and worshipped the Lord with all their might. Wow! The presence of God show up, and people get set free. Demon have to leave, curses have to be broken, and the blessing flow into the house. And we can see the miracles happen. Sometimes people got healed even before the laying out of hand, before the preaching of the word of God, because the presence of the Lord show up there. The Lord is very pleased. He is rejoicing when he see that his people are worshiping him in spirit and in truth. In Zephaniah chapter three verse seventeen, the Bible says, "The Lord your God in your midst." The Lord your God is in your midst. He is there. The presence of God is there. The mighty one will save. When He show up, He will bring salvation to the lost soul, bring salvation to your health, to your finances, to your relationship, to whatever you are going through. He is a God of salvation. He's the rock of salvation. He will rejoice over you with gladness. I want God to smile at me. I want God to be happy with my life. So I want to worship him. I want him to smile at me. He rejoices over me. He will quiet you with his love. We're gonna really experience the wonderful, unconditional love of God when we come into His presence. He will rejoice over you with singing. The Lord will sing with us as well. Wow, so wonderful that we worship Him and the presence of the Lord is with us. In Exodus chapter twenty-nine, verses forty-one to forty-six, 
sacrifice the other lamb at twilight with the same grain offering and its drink offering, as in the morning, a pleasing aroma and offering made to the Lord by fire. For the generations to come, this burnt offering is to be made regularly at the entrance to the tent of the meeting before the Lord. There I will meet you and speak to you. There also I will meet with the Israelites, and the place will be consecrated by my glory. The presence of God is there, so I will consecrate the tent of meeting, and the altar will. Consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Then I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. They will know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of Egypt, so that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. This scripture is a shadow or is a type of the. New Testament church. In that generation, they built the tent of meeting or the tabernacle, and they offer the sacrifice to the Lord. They worship the Lord, and the Lord said that He would be with them. He would anoint the servant of God, Aaron and his son. He would be there in the midst of them, and they would know that the Lord. Is that God, and He will show salvation. He will show miracles and signs and wonders there. Today, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Individually, we are the temple. If we worship the Lord in singing, lifting up our hand, or we live a lifestyle of worship the Lord, and every day we give glory to Him, this temple, our life, will be. A place of His dwelling. We give our life as a living sacrifice. We don't kill animal anymore. We ourselves offer to Him our life as a living sacrifice. We worship Him, and everywhere we go, the grace and the favor of God will be with us. He will stay with us, dwell with us. His signs and wonders and miracle and blessing and provision and protection will be with us, and as the corporate church, multiple believers come together. The same thing happen when we come together in a home or in the church building or in the sanctuary. We worship the Lord. He will dwell among His people there. I heard so many testimony of people who came to the church. Being broke, in big debt, and God just turned them around, turned that financial situation around. The debt pay off, and they have supernatural income. Some people came into the church with sickness, with addiction, and disease, and bad medical reports. And the presence of the Lord show up, and they got healed. Families are restored. Children love the Lord. I just listened to the testimony. Yesterday on Sunday, that one mom who just gave the birth to a baby about six weeks before the church camp, she is so tired because the baby kept waking up at night, 
She had only three hours sleeping at night, but she decided to go to the church camp and join the worship. The presence of God showed up. After that, three days of camp time, of weekend, the baby slept seven and eight hours every night. Amazing! The presence of God give the rest to the baby and to the mom. You see, miracle can happen. Something in your life the doctor cannot fix, money cannot fix, but the presence of the Lord can fix the problem for you. You need to love to worship. You need to live a lifestyle of worship. You need to come into the presence of God together in worshiping Him and praising Him as a congregation. When the Lord show up, definitely He will speak to His people. Therefore. When we worship the Lord and the presence of the Lord show up, words of prophecy, words of encouragement, will come to the people of God, and you can hear the voice of God in the time of worship because His presence is there. In Acts chapter 13, verses 1 to 3, in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers: Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene. Manian, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, "Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them." So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. You can see that. When the presence of God show up, why this early church disciple worshipped the Lord and fasted and prayed, the Holy Spirit show up and gave them the word of revelation, the prophetic words, the direction for the life of Barnabas and Saul. My brother and sister, please love to worship, and you're gonna hear the voice of God in the time of worship. He will give you direction. He will show you. What to do, and He will guide you in every way. You know, I live a lifestyle of worship myself. I praise the Lord all the time. I always think about the Lord and give Him the glory. I always thank Him. Sometimes I just sit there and the tear come out from my eyes, even in the hospital, because I was thinking about God. You're so good. You're so wonderful. And I notice that as I live this kind of lifestyle, I Have heard the voice of God in my heart or the witness of the Spirit in my heart on a regular basis. The Lord will show me what to do, where to go, so I can meet the right people at the right time, be at the right place at the right time. The Lord show me what to do. He speak to me all the time. Uh, he show me what to do in the surgery. Sometimes he show me you need to go there. Because you need to get that paper or something like that, he speak to me on a regular basis. He is leading me, he's guiding me because my heart is full of praise and worship. Every day, I live a lifestyle of worshiping the Lord. In Second Kings chapter three, verses eleven to seventeen, the Bible says, "But Jehoshaphat said, 'Is there no prophet of the Lord here?'" That we may inquire of the Lord by him. So one of the servants of the king 
of Israel answered and said, "Elisha, the son of Saphat, is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah." And Jehoshaphat said, "The word of the Lord is with him." So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Then Elisha said to the king of Israel, "What have I to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father, and the prophets of your mother." The reason Elisha said that way to the king of Israel, because the king of Israel at that time was backsliding; he did not honor the Lord. I learned the lesson that if you want God help, you need to. Welcome him as your God, live for him, worship him, obey him, and walk with him faithfully. And when you cry now to him, he will help you. But if you walk away from him, you reject him, you put him off out of your life, you don't want him anymore. He has no right to help you. He has no obligation to help you. This is what happened to the king of Israel at that generation, but thank God, Jehoshaphat, the good king, the godly king, was there. But the king of Israel said to him, to Elisha, "No, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab." And Elisha said, "As the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard." The presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look at you nor see you. You can see that the Holy Spirit was speaking to Elijah that the Lord honored Jehoshaphat because Jehoshaphat honored him. Therefore, please live a life that honors the Lord. Give God number one, the first one in your life, and the Lord will honor you and help you. But now bring me a musician. You notice that Elisha could not hear the voice of God right away. He needs some music. He needs some worship to bring the presence of God. But now bring me a musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord, which means the presence of the Holy Spirit, came upon him. You can see that worship brings the anointing. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and he said, "Thus says the Lord: Make this valley full of ditches, for thus says the Lord: You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water, so that you, your cattle and your animals, may drink." Again, this story shows us that worshiping music that worship the Lord. Brings the voice of the Lord, a prophetic word. Not only that, when the Lord shows up, He comes with power, and when the Lord shows up, victory is there because our God has never been defeated. He will give us victory. He brings us victory. In Second Chronicles chapter twenty, verses twenty-one to twenty-two, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise Him. For the splendor of His holiness, as they went out at the head of the army, saying, "Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever." As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set 
ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sinai, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. You notice that miracles, spiritual, supernatural breakthrough, victory happened when God shows up. And how do we bring the presence of God? By worshiping the Lord. Let's see the example in the New Testament in Acts. Chapter 16, verses 25 to 34. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awaking from sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, "Do yourself no harm, for we are all here." Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, "Sirs, what?" Must I do to be saved? So they said, "Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household." Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him, and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now, when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them, and he rejoiced, having believed in God. When you believe in God, you rejoice because you have salvation. You have a new life now with all his household. You can see here that because Paul and Silas did not complain, did not cry, they were not sad, they were not grumbling. But they just praised God and worshipped God in the dungeon, in the jail. The presence of God showed up. The prison door broke open supernaturally. Wow! They were set free. Not only that, when the miracles happened, the unbelievers, the jailer, and his household saw what happened. They got saved. They gave their life to Jesus. Wow! We should have this on a regular basis in our church and in our. City in our nation, that when the non-believers come and visit us, and we worship God, the presence of God show up, and they heard the testimony of great things happen, they would get saved. I want to see miracle and revival like that. So we need to really love to worship the Lord. Worship also inspire other believers to worship the Lord from their heart as well. When you begin to worship the Lord, other believers who Are very down and depressed. Will meet the Lord, and then they will be healed, and they will come into worship with you as well. So we should not let other people who are depressed and down and sad to pull us down. We should worship the Lord and bring them up into the throne of God. Second Chronicles chapter twenty-nine verse twenty-seven. Hezekiah gave the order to sacrifice the burnt offering on the altar. As the offering began singing to the Lord, began also, and accompanied by trumpets 
and the instruments of David, king of Israel. You see that this king want the whole nation, want his people to worship the Lord. So he allow worship to happen in his place. We need to be worshipers, no matter who we are. The king, the boss, the manager, the pastor, the elders of the church. We need to lead people into the presence of God by worshiping the Lord. The Bible encourages to always come together with psalms and hymns and singing to the Lord. Colossians chapter three verse sixteen: Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God, Paul encouraged the early church Christian to come together with a new song from their mouth, spiritual song and hymns, and with the thankfulness of the heart. You see, that should be the lifestyle of believer. We come together and we worship the Lord together. And the non-believers who come into the meeting and sit there with us. Will begin to worship the Lord with us, and they will get saved. Wow, I love that. Ephesians five nineteen say, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Again, the New Testament encourages to sing together, making melody together from our heart. Worship give the salvation to people. The worship will. Ignite the power of God and move the hand of God to bring the victory, bring the salvation and the joy and the encouragement to the believers, and also to touch the heart of the non-believers. If you want to come out from being despair, being sad, being down, I want to encourage you to worship the Lord. Replace the sadness in your heart with the songs of worship. In Isaiah chapter sixty-one, verse three, and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His. Splendor. You can see that sometimes when you are down, sometimes when you are discouraged, and everyone faces that. Sometimes I'm discouraged. Sometimes I face bad news. Sometimes I have to deal with difficult situations, and I'm down. Instead of staying down, staying depressed and sad, I decide to just go to church or turn on the Worship song in my computer and start to sing, and clothe myself with the spirit of worship, and clothe myself with anointing, and invite the presence of God to be on me. Eventually, wow! I laugh, I smile, and the problem that I face becomes so small because my God is bigger. I know my God is working behind the scene for me. He will help me. His presence is on me. And he will give me victory. He shall really give me the breakthrough, and I stop being depressed because I start to worship the Lord. 
worship definitely brings the presence of God. And when the presence of God shows up, peace, joy, happiness, and righteousness will come with us. Because the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not of eating or drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Spirit. The book of Psalm, chapter 34, verses 1 to 4. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. My soul will boast in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. You can see, when we worship the Lord, peace will come in. Joy will come in. Victory comes in. And we know when the presence of God shows up, when we praise Him, when we declare how great He is, how wonderful He is, He is full of grace and mercy and love. Wow! He moved His hand. He delivered us from fear, from being down, from being depressed, and the peace of God entered into our heart. We have joy peace, and when the presence of God shows up, He cleanses from all unrighteousness, and we want to live a holy life. You can see that praise and worship are so important in the Christian life. Please don't miss praise and worship in your church. Don't say this way, you know, there's praise and worship for 30-40 minutes. I'm going to come to church late 30-40 minutes. I just want to listen to the sermon. So, I don't have to hurry. Please come to church to praise and worship the Lord. Every day, in your car, instead of listening to the worldly songs, you turn on the praise and worship in your car and sing along. When you are eating dinner, instead of sitting and thinking about something else, you turn on the worship song in your house. I remember a story of a family these are the Buddhist family. The daughter was about 13, 14 years old. She became very crazy and heard voice and she saw a lot of things. The devil attacks her. She could not go back to school. The teacher told her to stay home because she could not concentrate. She was crazy. And eventually the parents contacted one of my pastors in another city. And the pastor asked them to talk to me. I say that why don't you turn on worship song all day and give your life to Jesus Christ? Both parents gave their life to Jesus. Turn on the worship song in the house all day. Within only a week, the daughter got healed completely. And now she has high score in the class. She served the Lord in the church. Wow! This is one of the stories that I heard about the power of worship, the benefits of worship. May the Lord really help you to have faith in worship. You believe that when you worship the Lord, you are not sinking to the air. You are not producing voices to the ceiling of the building. But the Lord hears you, and the Lord smiles at you. 
he rejoice and he sing with you, and his presence will come down. And when his presence come down, you will hear the voice of the Lord. You will have victory. You will see the breakthrough. Peace and joy will come in. You will see the healing and miracles and deliverance, and you're gonna walk in victory all the days of your life. Every time you praise and worship God, don't do as a rituals and traditions, but you do it by faith and believe that what I share today shall happen in your life. May the Lord bless you and anoint you with the Holy Spirit to be true worshipers. God bless you. And God gives you all the grace, all the favors in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much. I will meet you in the lesson 19, and hopefully you listen to the first 17 lesson already. And I want to ask you a few questions before I close the teaching. The first question is: What happened to you? you and to the congregation when you fully praise and worship the Lord. Second question, when the presence of God shows up, what does he bring to you and to your home and to your congregation? When God shows up, what blessing happened? Think about it, believe it, and I believe you will experience what the Bible says. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. 